Essence Wellness House is back and unstoppable. Catch it on Thursday, July 2nd, as we kick off week two of the Essence Festival of Culture. Streaming on Essence Studios, EssenceFestival.com, and Essence.com. Get moving with Trap Yoga Bay and break a sweat with Sean T. Get motivated with Lisa Nichols and Eric Thomas. Get soulful with music therapy from NDRE, plus so much more. Hosted by Egypt Sherrod and Lita Lewis-Lee. It all starts on July 2nd at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. To learn more, visit EssenceFestival.com. Hey, y'all. I'm Corey Murray. And I'm Charlie Penn. And you're listening to Yes, Girl. This week's guest is Majima Pickett, Spotify's global programming head of R&B. Charlie Penn, how you doing this day? Corey, I'm, you know, I'm feeling blessed. I've been in, I've been in my new garden. I'm really That's excited right. about it. You've been cultivating the earth. Your I'm hands. a new gardener. There's a whole hashtag, hashtag new gardener. Okay. I'm really into it. It's amazing how quickly you can fall in love with plant children. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know. I have a lot of them. I've given them all names. Of course, my hydrangea tree is Whitney Houston. Okay. Um, but we call her Miss Whitney for short. <laughs> I have some, I have all kinds of plants, all kinds of things. But honestly, real talk, it's been really therapeutic. I had no idea. Oprah's been telling us forever. We, I'm late. I have pink garden gloves. Like it's a whole thing. So are you, I see you have houseplants. So you I, understand. I have houseplants and shout out to our coworker, Nia Lawrence, who's the creative director at Essence. And on her Instagram feed, she, it first started out. <laughs> her plants are life. Her plants are life. But real talk, she was like, she had to get them for her Zoom calls. She yeah. needed some, you know, she's creative. So she ambiance. Ambiance. So ambiance. So she was like, okay, these places have plants. So I decided, you know, because it's hashtag buy black everything. Thank you, Beyonce, black parade. So I went to this black owned nursery and I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laughing because I asked them how much was the fig. It was a fig tree. How cute. Girl, trees are expensive. He quoted me $300. Oh yeah, I believe it. So my, our new yard in our home, we didn't have a yard. So they renovated the house, but they didn't do anything to the yard. So we were like, oh wait, we have to create a yard. Not a single bush, not a shrub, not a tree, nothing. So I bought a tree. I bought two trees. But Charles Penn, you bought a tree to put in a yard that will grow and eventually shade a street. I'm talking about a little plant just for foliage, right? Uh, a tree That's, is a tree. A tree is a tree. And they are not cheap. The cutest trees come with the high. It's like fashion. It's true. It's like nature's fashion. <laughs> you want to the leaves were all tree. big and green. So I, I, I did not purchase the 300 one, nor the $125 plant. You didn't get it? I didn't know, but I did get a, I believe it's called a rubber plant. Um... I spent $45. Those are cute. And so, but what I'm going to need is a little table to put it up. Oh yeah. You got to get like a little flower table. I got to get a little flower table to, to give it. And cause I, I, going back to Nia's, I wanted to look like Nia's. Yeah. You know what? Search in tables on anywhere you go. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. It's like the same vibe. Now, another thing that I do that keeps me vibe, that keeps me like, just when I'm on the Chill. precipice of just going over the edge. I play a good playlist. 
you know, I go to my music. We both love music. Uh, It just immediate. The playlist. I mean, I have, you know, we've talked about it, the cleaning one, the sad one, the happy one. And it's crazy because when we were talking to Magina, it was like, I just feel like she's the one doing, you know, like she's the reason that I always have these great playlists to go to. And I get so much inspiration for my own playlist from hers, you know, and it was so cool to talk to her during Black Music Month. Totally cool. And what I love chatting with her about is during this whole height of awareness that we're all going through around Black Lives Matter, Spotify's Black Lives Matter playlist is doing so well but also what i love about it is some stuff that i've learned and it's also giving me a chance to educate my daughter to say like no these are protest songs no these are 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 songs that have a lot of meaning these are classics like i mean i've already kind of playing some stuff but now i have the context and i'm talking about it more you know it's even funny uh max was we were listening something came up it was um what's going on you know, Ooh, we all know, we all, we all it's know. It's a protest song. It's a, all and, about the times. And he said, he said, if you really listen to these lyrics, now he said, this song could come out today and it would still have you an impact. That. And I was like, it's true. So it's kind of, these playlists have really gotten us talking it, you know, kind of re-listening to music with new ears, if you will. You know, it's interesting that you say that because we didn't get a chance to talk about Black Parade, which was amazing. And I loved it. It's a bump. We Thank you, B. We knew you would do it. She got but, the money. Okay, quick, instantly. I love the lyrics. And I was just like, yummy, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my offerings together. But um, anyway, I still need that R&B, R&B, R&B anthem though. Like I'm really, like I need John Legend or I'm trying to think of who I need it from. I need somebody to give us the new what's going on. Charlie Penn, you're in luck because John Legend has put out a whole new album. It's called Bigger Love. Bigger Love. So I want you, after our recording, to go get into it because he has that. No, Corey, you know, it's crazy because I can't think, just, you know, I've been spending so much time in my garden that I didn't even know John dropped an album and I'm kind of embarrassed, but we'll talk about that later. But what I do love with artists in general, though, especially right now, is when they're trending. Like when you see, like, you know, every time I see Whitney Houston trending, I lose my mind. Or when you see Lauryn Hill, the other day was Brandy. But don't you love it when, like, your favorite artists trend just because they're great? I know, and whoever kicked that off to like randomly select black celebrities to just show them love for the day. It's amazing. I really love that. So if I had to pick who I'm gonna, who would it be? Who's quietly like the promote? One you want to Not even quietly. That I want to. I mean, I don't think Eric Badu gets enough flowers. No, uh, he really doesn't. Even really, after really the doesn't. verses, like so many people were like waiting for green eyes and all. Like people know, like we know why we love Erica. I could use an Erica Badu Twitter Appreciation Day. I could use a Raphael Sadiq uh, Twitter Appreciation Day. Um, who else? Brandy just got one recently, which was amazing. Oh, I got one. Tamia. Yo, Tamia, when she calls Tamia. up these friends to just be singing in her house. When she and Deborah Cox did Count On Me during the pandemic, I'm not going to lie, I watched that video at least 10 times. I cried through all of it. It was exactly what my spirit needed. But the thing about Tamia, like, you guys, you forget. Tamia has given us at least 30 number one radio hits. Like, summer R&B. No, like, she, I mean, she's got so many. From, like, Stranger In My Bed to Still. And I feel like people, like we know, and when we hear them, we say, oh my God, we're fabulous, so into you. And then the original, like Tamia, where's her appreciation day? Let's do she it. She needs it. Let's start it. Let's start out here. But it got me thinking, Charlie, yeah. what are three albums that you can play from beginning to end without stopping? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. 
most recently, and I know it's not recent anymore, but it's one of them, anti-Rihanna. True, true. That was like start to finish, like never needed to skip. What's your first one? My favorite is Mama's Gun. I mean, start to finish, although I do skip over track one mostly. I kind of pick up at Didn't You it Know. It still counts. It still counts, but I do play it all the way through easily. That was so good. And that was when I was a freshman in college, I think, or sophomore. No, freshman. So we were in the dorms. So I'll say my next album that I can play start to finish, and really it's any album of hers is Sade. Like start to finish. I will say though, I find that I must start with Diamond Life. So I always have to start there. And then I I just really kind of go in chronological order and I just start to finish. So I know I'm going to lose my Black Woman card for the week for this. I am not a big Sade fan, but not Stop. in the sense that I, I don't. Okay. Yes, girl, Park. Thank you for listening. Yes, girl. It's, <laughs> it's, this is the last episode. Not like, I don't, let me finish. It's not that I have any problems <laughs> with Sade or her music, but I never had the albums and got into them. Like when Sade comes on, I love it. But I think I only know like the lyrics to one or two. Okay. So pause. You know I mean? oh. <laughs> not, and not pause for our sound engineer. Shout out Josh. What up Josh? Hey, Josh. Or Anthony. Cause we do too. Anthony hey, or Josh. Anthony. But I'm glad you just said that. Cause let me take a quick segue. One reason I love Sade so much is because, you know, in high school, you know, I was in the DMV area. I listened to WHUR, which is Howard University's radio station. They, I just, cause we just did a fantastic feature about the creation of The Quiet Storm, yes. which is the, the radio WBLS, format. Yes. So it was created by Kathy Hughes, the media magnet, the media maven, okay, TV One, all of that, Radio One. And her number one host for it was Melvin Lindsay, and God rest his soul, he, he died a few years ago. But all that to say, what they did at midnight was they played albums start to finish. Wow. And that's how I heard Sade. So that was, was your first experience. That was my experience because I was listening to The Quiet Storm. I thought I was grown. And then <laughs> at midnight, they would play an album. And so that's how I started to fall. That's how I fell in love with Sade. Because I, I, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't have, I probably would have not genuinely gone to an album. I would have probably See? played the thing. I just don't the, think the I fact, was there. Yeah, because that was, but that was my entry to Sade. And real talk, I think I was a little bit younger. So like I was listening to... Mary like I'm trying to think of what I was you know what I mean into Janet like you know what I mean like I because I know all the Janet albums you know but but I love Sade in that if she comes on no you know I don't want people coming for me like nothing's wrong with Sade yeah, yeah, I think you should I just, just stop. don't have a relationship just just tell me your next album I hate you <laughs> okay wait real quick because I want us to get to our big question we asked um but um music I just want to sing do you remember that album yes I mean, hey, 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 hey. You, okay, no, nope. you, yep. you're not a big Sade. But you also tried to cut right to the interview. After I did, you said I that. did. No, I, I tried to like kill the podcast. <laughs> but you know what? You're, to your point, that's what I love about music. It's personal, right? It is. And it's it like, really is. What you feel, you feel, and what you don't, you don't, and no judgments. And that's why I asked our guest today on the show a very special question. I asked her if you could describe yourself in five songs. And 
what would they be? And to be clear, describe yourself, not your top five, right? Because we do that all the time. Like these are the five songs I love. I love to sing. I love to hear. I love to dance to. I'm saying if you could describe your essence and who you are, like who are you in five songs? And how much fun did we have trying to answer that, Corey? We had so much fun. All right. So as you're going to do it? the episode, I was a little caught off guard because I was we like, weren't ready. myself, my personal stuff, but like good nerds we are, we went yes. back and did a little homework. So We're I'm going to be I'm prepared. Okay. Corey so, Mae, who are you in five songs? I am That Girl by Stevie Wonder. Love it. Clev- Clever by Erica Badu. Definition by Blackstar. Southern Girl by Maze. October Song by Amy Winehouse. And my bonus two songs are You Will Rise by Sweetback and Sugar and Spice by Luther Vandross. That's me in five plus two songs. Okay. (laughs) Who are you? Who are you, Charlie? Okay, I'm gonna try to get this. It's the the hardest thing I've ever done, it feels like. Okay, Love of My Life, Erica Badu, because you know, Boy Meets Girl, Love Story, hello. It's hip hop, it's ode to hip hop. Oh, ode to hip hop and love and cute love and all of it. Clearly so emotional by Whitney Houston because one, like everyone knows, I love for her and I live for her and I miss her, but also it's the best song. Again, I'm the most emotional person. Best Friend by Brandy. And then again, for the meaning, it's about, but also because I value the friend that I am to myself, to women, to people in my life. And I just feel like I'm the best. I love your smile, Shanice, because y'all know I'm smiling constantly. And my bonus, okay, and my bonus two, uh, Corey. You wait, got bonus call? three here, girl. Oh, go ahead. I love for it. Go for it. I, will, I sure do. Um, sweet thing, Shaka Khan, because I just think that's my des- disposition, right? Like, I'm a sweet person, kind, like, that's my vibe. And my other bonus one is um, Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder, because that was about his daughter. My dad told me that, and that just really became a song that just, to me, represented my daddy-daughter relationship. I was saying, you're such a daddy's girl. I'm such a daddy's girl. So I know we said five. Um, Maybe we should tell everybody to do it in seven because five five feels impossible. But if you can do it in five, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Who are you in five songs? You can hear Regina's list next and the great interview that we have with her. Chopin. Hey, Corey. How are you, love? Girl, I'm feeling good because although we've been dealing with a lot, a lot as a as a people, mm-hmm. I was reminded because I was at a Juneteenth celebration in the park. Shh, shh, shh. Masked up, masked up, masked up. I was masked up, masked up. <laughs> Let the but people girl, know. I heard some music, and we stood up for just a quick bop, like, and I realized how much music. Really it's finds us. It's life. It does. It really. And, does. and in full disclosure, the the um, I was in the park. It was a it's an event called the layout, and it was the purpose of it is for people to take a moment from protesting, from all the things, and just kind of re-pour into themselves. And as I was there, it made me think about like who are some of my favorite artists, who are my some of my favorite people who work in music. You know, you know. Then I remembered that time we had that great moment down at Essence Festival at the Spotify house Girl. with Raphael Sadiq. My heart still flutters. 
And I was thinking, like, who can we can we talk about this? Who can who can best sum up all black music, mom? Music, too. black and music, black music mom. mom. And I said, oh, you know who we had to call? We had to call Majima Pickett, the global head of R and B and soul for Spotify. Hey, bro. Come on in here, Majima. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Thank you. So happy Girl. to be here. What's First of all, I wanted to say, are we saying your name right? Because I want to yes. be clear. Yeah. I would have okay, told good. you immediately. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Thank Get you. Together. Get it right. Thank you. <laughs> but now we've been dying to talk to you for so long. Um, Charlie and I both love music so, so much. Uh, I have, I've worked with you. I've talked with you personally, professionally. I, you know, I love you. We're both from the DMV. Yep. Yep. Okay. DC. Uh, DC. Like, well, I'm just, let me stop. It's PG County for me. I'm just going to Same. Same. Okay, go. Okay, go. We good. We good. The area. The area. <laughs> the area. Uh, I know last week I was all about Fort Worth, but, you know, I did go to high school in PG County, so I'm representing that. I love that you rep both, Corey. I, I had to do well. both. I had yeah. to do both. But we had to have you on here because we, I personally, this is not an ad, but I really enjoy my Spotify experience. And what I love the most, and Charlie can attest to this, is the R&B playlist. And I hear that was all because of you. Yes. It's, tell us about it, boo. Tell us. The R&B playlist. A-R-E-N-B-E playlist. Mm -hmm. Spell it right, y'all. That, that, <laughs> that was genius. That The spelling Brilliant. is genius. Thank you. Genius. Thank you. Thank you. So we launched the playlist about uh, five years ago. So this is the fifth year anniversary. Um, and last year at Essence, we were celebrating crossing 5 million followers globally. Um, but that is our flagship R&B playlist. Um, and yeah, it's it's a pleasure for us to, to curate it. You know, that's the that's the destination for the the top biggest performing hottest R&B, you know, tracks. So now wait, yeah. wait, wait, you keep saying they, they cure, it's you. It's you, right? It's you. That's your baby. I, okay, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's a team. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of the editorial team Absolutely. at Spotify. And um, yes, I do oversee R&B. So yes, yes. This was the creation uh, of a few heads that got together and, um, decided to to do this so i, I can't i can't that. take all the credit for myself by my I, I love that you can't but like i have to <laughs> tell you that every time i open it up and i see something new on there i literally picture you just sliding it like drop into playlist like let me give this to the people <laughs> i can see i'm like she was doing this she gave this to me that's how yeah. I, that's how it goes in my head <laughs> that may or may not happen okay <laughs> but, it, it, but to corey's point like Music is life, you know, and I, I, what I also love is how beautiful, how wonderfully Spotify kind of integrates with all of our devices. Like mm -hmm. I literally mm -hmm. just tell Google play, you know, whatever playlist I'm, I need in that moment. It's like, I can't even clean my kitchen unless I'm playing Anita Baker. Like, right. It has to, right. like, I, I don't know why and when that started, but when I'm cleaning the kitchen, I'm folding laundry. It's spiritual. I think it's, it's a spiritual thing. Literally. Like, yeah. it's life, like. I mean, you can hear a song and it'll take you right back to where you were when you heard it in infancy. That, like, that's the connection I have with some songs myself, you know? So, no, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Before Spotify, you worked at a number of places. But even before that, where did you develop this love for music? Because it's, it's, 
almost love is not even a strong enough word. I mean, it's really a passion. Yeah, it's it's like blood. It's yeah. like in my veins. Um, well, you know, I'm from D.C. D.C. is a musical city. You know, go, go, you know, live music. Loose you food. Know, that's what. Freak <laughs> <laughs> me, baby. Look, see? Oh, we got to go on. We can't. I agree. Okay. No, I'm enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, it's, it, I grew up around music. And, you know, my family is musical, you know, whether, you know, it's, it's you know, either playing instruments or even, you know, just listening. I was always around music. So, um, and it's always moved me. So even, um, you know, it was a hobby to make, playlists and make mixtapes you know I've always known that I would be involved in music somehow but I've always also been camera shy <laughs> and 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 having stage fright so I kind of also knew that um you know for me to have a happy life and a successful life I would have to work in music but in the background so that's always been like what my driver has been just following my passion and following just the the excitement of even letting somebody discover a song that I might have heard you know like that is like the best feeling I've always had <laughs> you know growing up like oh do you know this song though you like, know, yes. <laughs> you know it, that's always been the thing so I went to college at Clark Atlanta and Can I started AUC, AUC. Um, so I was there and I started working at the college station there. Then I went on to V103 as an intern. And my first job in the industry was at WPGC in DC, which was extra special because it was the station that I grew up listening to. Imagine, you know, the feeling I had to be able to actually work there, you know, um, wow. and and to develop my craft. I literally learned how to program music and and you know to cater to the listeners and and to um even the the part of discovering music like the fact that i was able to sit in on meetings and there could be a case where it's like oh okay this is a single but we should play this song mm, i love it you know like that kind of you know passion and and what drove me you know um and so after wpgc i moved to new york to work at VH1. And there I was programming a channel called VH1 Soul. Oh. And I programmed VH1 Soul for a few years. Memory. And um, yeah, I mean, and, and talk about a blessing. Like, I mean, just the, it was therapeutic for work. Work was therapy. Oh yeah. You know, even doing that, you know. Um, and once I left there, uh, I also did a little, I did video acquisitions for MTV. I was in the Viacom. Uh, building for for a long time and once I left there it's funny like on my last day of work I was in my office packing up and somebody walked in and just handed me the job opening for my position at Spotify wow and they were and they were literally like here here's something for you and I was like look at God seriously happened like that and um it was a crazy time because I wasn't even interested at the moment. I was kind of, I think there was a whole restructure. So I was kind of devastated at the time. So I was like, what do I do? Do I go back to school? Do I 
change industries. Maybe I should teach. Maybe I should get into law. Maybe I should do all these other things. And I took a break for a minute. I maybe I, maybe a, a few weeks, but these few weeks or month that I kind of took off, more people started sending me the same job description. And it was even people that left the company when I did, and they were like on searches, but when they would find it, it was it was like a family kind of thing. And people, and I'm like, no, nah, maybe not, maybe not. And then like one day, um, it was almost like I was forced to do it. Like I was at home and it, uh, something told me, just, just send it in. And I sent it and, you know, a few weeks or two later, um, I got a call and, and got it. And it was the most amazing thing because this was a whole industry and new area that we, I didn't know anything about. But yeah, we had all the tools for it. You know, and and all the tools. Yep. Yep. It, the whole journey. And, 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 and that's really my point, I guess, like each job and each position that I've had has always, has always prepared me for the next step. You know, without me realizing it. Beautiful. We could talk about your passion all day, but I'm curious how you marry your passion with data, because that's something I was reading your Rolling Stone interview and you were saying like on Mondays, you guys get this, you know, this dump of data and you have to go through it. But how do you marry like, yeah, this is what they're saying is hot. But over here, this song right here is going to move like this song. Like, how do you marry both of that? It's kind of a, a, a measure of both gut and data. You know, it's like you you have your gut, but you can back it up with data, you know, and I think that's the that's the good part about it when 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 you're so passionate about it and you feel like you're an expert than to have something that see, I told you. But, you know, in radio, though, I guess um, the data we got was weekly. So that's the the biggest difference and the biggest change now in in streaming. It's immediate. So we're able to literally like. You know, use our use our heart, but you know, in real time, can see like if if we're right quicker than than in radio. So you know? now you know we all know the moment you fall in love with the song, it's instant. And so, and the first time you hear it, right, that thing happens for you when you're listening because you listen to so much new music, you know, and then you kind of get to feel. What's that moment when you know it's going to be a hit? What does it feel like for you when you hear a song? How do you like? Do you feel it like? This is chills. Yeah. Chills. Yeah. Chills. Like sometimes I I was moved to cry recently over what a song. song. Is it a song that's out? It's called I Need You by an artist called uh Emmanuel. Wow. And I'll when I the, later. No, the melody, the melody and the lyrics, like as soon as it played, I think it was just even the once the music started he didn't even sing a word yet just here in the piano I just and I don't know if it was like my quarantine sensitivities you know being inside and and you know we're all you know have to do the self-care and make sure we're so you know I'm probably just sentimental or whatever but I I, I think you would feel it I mean you you have to have a heart <laughs> I mean anyone that has a heart should should feel it but it's his voice is angelic it's it's a beautiful song. It's something about those angelic voices. Cause true story, Corey, I don't think you were in the office at this moment. You might not have been there, but years ago when Luke James 
came to Essence for the first time and he put, he brought his, like his piano, his keyboard, sorry, I need to bring a piano up in there. He brought his keyboard and he sat down and he sang acapella. I believe it was, I want you or one of his hits. It might've been, but he. With that range. Yes. Acapella. And I, yes. And I remember like, we. What's I was like embarrassed because like at the end of him singing, I felt myself tearing and I just realized the song made me so happy. I happy cried, mm-hmm. but it wasn't just the song because, you know, love songs are great, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. like, you know, we now know. You felt it, but you felt it when my you heart. sang it, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I didn't want him to stop. I happened to be in the audience with uh, Jimmy, PJ Morton was performing. He called you out from the stage. <laughs> And he was like, it was Majima that told me first began was my song. Uh-huh. And I remember coming to you after it was like, yo, I'm glad you, she was like, it was always the one. It, it was, was always, always the, one. the one. And I remember after that moment, I went back and listened to it probably on the Uber ride home. And I was like, this song, this song. I mean, and, and, and it makes me think like, I wish it was a bigger song. But then I also like that it's not that big because it makes it more mine or right, right, you know, right. Kind of like Luke James, like Luke a connection. James, I don't know. I just love that you feel that. I love that you've been blessed and anointed to see. Oh, thank you. To, to tap into that with music because music. I mean, I mean, it, it heals. It like, heals. Yes. But, it, but it connects us. You know, like yeah. like I'll be honest. Um, in in. Charlie, forgive me for having another DMV moment. But, <laughs> okay. but real, real, sto- real short story. When I moved from Texas to Maryland, totally different. Mm-hmm. And coming into GoGo, I was like, "What is this?" Like, I didn't, I didn't get it. Like, and also, it, GoGo was very masculine. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I was trying to all the drums, all the, and I was like, "What is happening?" But we then had a program. Uh, it was a Black History Month program where they kind of did how the music from Africa you know, now lives in Go-Go. And when they had those drummers come out, it was like the clouds parted, the sea. I was like, the connection. (laughs) I get it now. I get it. I remember sitting in the audience in like ninth grade being like, oh, you know what I mean? And I just love that about music. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because one thing I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you also are educating. Mm-hmm. through your mm-hmm. playlist at Spotify, because you guys also give a lot of information. Right, right. I mean, is that a right. part of the goal? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and also to help the artists get a better connection with their with their listeners and their users um, to drive engagement with them and even to encourage them. Like with we have this um, tool called Spotify for Artists and um you know, artists can go on there, they can make their own profile page, they can submit for playlisting, but they can also see their own analytics, you know, and I, I know a lot of artists like to use it and see about, um, you know, you can see who your 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 listening uh, audience is, but you can also see who they're listening to. I love it. So a lot of artists can even see, you know, even whether it's collaboration on a song or you know a show or whatever, and also they're able to see the demographic of where their audience is, you know. So so they're able to see. I guess once we're able to go back outside, right? If they want to do <laughs> a tour or something, you know, they can say, you know what, 
there's people that like me, uh, a thousand fans in Houston. I can I can do a show there, you know. So that, that kind of stuff. beautiful. And you you know what you I can see that coming to life, right? Because I was gonna say, thank God for streaming because artists get to see how many like B side tracks people right. really love. Because back when you were playing the CD or the cassette and you just skipped over some of the hits, exactly. and they, you know, like they didn't know. There was exactly. no way to know, but now I, sometimes I go to a concert and I'm like, Corey, like when we're talking about Raphael Sadiq and when he played, um, um, what's wrong? Still Ray. Still Ray. Still Ray. And we all lost our minds. Everybody was kind of like, you and you and you. I thought that was my little secret back right. in the day, right? <laughs> but you know, I mean, I know it had a video, but you just didn't feel like it was that mainstream. That was but everybody's I, song, though. Exactly. Yeah. But when you look at the streams, the streams never lie. And you mm -hmm. actually see that showing up in artists' concerts. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. they always mm -hmm. play the ones. Mm -hmm. And that and that helps too. I was gonna yeah. say I know a few artists. There was one artist that came in, and um, he was talking about it was an album cut that we had in a playlist, and it he saw that it was getting a lot of traction, and he ended up adding it to his set list. And the song was like twenty years old, an album cut, and and he even said like that song gets the most reaction. He didn't realize mm -hmm. how much people love this album cut, you know. <laughs> It's like wow. a rope guide map, guide book yeah. like your fans' hearts, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the catalog artists, you know, like I said, for, for them to, when they're figuring out a set list, you know, you can you can go and see like what your fans are literally listening to and which songs you better play <laughs> in your concert, exactly. you know? Exactly. You know what I want to talk to you now about is, um, the Black Lives Matter playlist that you guys have right now, because mm -hmm. um, I was kind of interested to find out that it was created after Sandra Bland. And how do you take something that is so horrible, you know, mm -hmm. but then you've turned it into, again, education, you turn it into community, mm -hmm. uh, you turn it into a love letter. Now to see that it keeps growing. And I, I, I saw some numbers that even over, you know, Juneteenth, like we, mm -hmm. Charlie and I had a podcast, like we've never heard Juneteenth mentioned so much in the last right. five days. <laughs> right, right. And like, hallelujah. Here we are. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. And you guys, you know, even tapped in too, but you guys have already done the work. It was more organic. Mm -hmm. And I think out of all the people, uh, and you know, we work in media. So if all the companies that tell me like, we're doing Juneteenth this year, right. I really, only kind of felt uh, a tug for Spotify because I was like, mm -hmm. you guys have already been doing this. Can you mm -hmm. talk to us how you created, curated that? And um, yeah, so the Black Lives Matter playlist, yeah, it's we started it right after um, the death of Sandra Bland and it was, how could we not? Yeah. That's really what it was. Like we were at work and we couldn't concentrate and and the best thing we could think about to do was music listening to music, listening to the songs that resonated with us, um, you know, whether it was um, a, a hype or, or protest song like All Right or, or Black Butterfly by Denise Williams, but songs that soothed us and, and, and resonated with how we were feeling. And it was, we were, made it collaborative. People just put the songs in and we ended up at the end, just liking the body of work that we had and felt like it did cover the emotions of what of what we were feeling 
And we thought that maybe the users would agree or, or, or feel, feel like we did. It was a therapeutic process, honestly. Um, and that's, that's really how it started. Um, it's, it was a slow build. You know, like I, it, it started in 2015. We, we featured it a few times. And up until about two weeks ago, it had 40,000 followers. Now it has like over 850,000. So, you know, even that is letting us know, like, you know, music is powerful and, and it, it was resonating. So it touched us. So we knew it would touch others, you know. And going back to what you guys are saying about music, also, you know, educating and Spotify using music to educate. I'm mm-hmm. glad 850,000 people right, are, right. You know, are, are hearing right. our stories because Black people have been telling stories through music since the exactly. beginning of time. And if they're not listening in any other way, you know, here's exactly. that they'll listen to the music. And speaking of, you know, Black people and stories, you know, we're seeing which I think is beautiful. So many Black men and women now really coming out and just talking about what it's like to be mm-hmm. Black in their world, in their mm-hmm. industry, you know, at their job. And you are, in, you know, music is still a very much a white male sort of universe and industry. Mm-hmm. What is it mm-hmm. like to be a Black woman on top in the music industry? I wouldn't say on top. <laughs> You have global. I would not your title. Global. Um, Far, far. And I would We're gonna say um, on top. (laughs) You saw you you. swirling East Africa over the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a black um, woman thriving in a male white male dominated industry. Difficult. As I'm sure you can both attest. Um, it's this is a hard industry for us. And um you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. But, you know, I've been blessed with great colleagues, you know, great managers, a great tribe of people, like-minded um, folks. And I think that made a heck of a difference to have encouragement along the way. Um, but it's it's hard. It's hard. You have, But I think what's driven me has been my passion and just knowing that um, in my heart, I'm true to myself and I love what I do genuinely. So that's been my real driver, but no, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. I can imagine. And then especially yeah. like, you know, I'm sure you have not just at Spotify, but in general, you have artists and different people and like recognizing who are the, even the power players, you know, you and your team are controlling what we hear. You know, everybody, like Corey said, Spotify is, is like an addiction. It's what mm-hmm. we live by, you know, and mm-hmm. how we explore and find new music for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like to have that power, you know, and then be a black woman, you know, I know it's not always- I mean, it's still a struggle. We still have to validate our thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. and, and the work is challenging and it's exhausting. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. We Even are. working from home. Exactly. We working from home. <laughs> we in a pandemic. I'm having more meetings than I had before the pandemic. Hello. <laughs> it's hard. Wait, yeah. but you know, but again, it what's rewarding is knowing that you know what? I never stop being true to myself and speaking up. You know, and and I think that's the challenge that we all have, we especially now. Like, no, we have to keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Like as exhausting as it is, as much as I, I think there's been even times where I have said, you know what, this is, is so much, yeah. it's so much. And 
I think I got sna- uh, somebody snapped me out of it and was just like, well, think about the people coming behind you. Mm. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. all right, Ooh, there's that. that. <laughs> that. The legacy. It's a real thing. Like, it, it's hard, but y'all, we got to keep going. Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm, it's hard I'm to remember how white the industry is because you know Majima and even Charlie you know when we go to events it's us Mm -hmm. you know what I mean the people like I know your circle of friends Majima like they're all at the top and to know that there's a whole other layer it's Mm -hmm. it's disheartening Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think it was a meme um and it reminds it reminds me uh what you just said about you know some of my friends and just my tribe um and I think it said like behind or beside every successful woman, it's a tribe, uh, it's a text thread with <laughs> a bunch of women. <laughs> hey, that's, yes. us. that's us. That's us. You know, it's and 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 I I I think that's what that's what's helped. You know, I mean that's what we need, you know, there's just this tribe of of encouragement and the village to to keep pushing, you know. Well, before we leave, Charlie, I got what's what's your last question? Me? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask when she first fell in love with Playlist, but then she kind of answered that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're talking about college. And it's funny because ever since you said it, I keep thinking about LimeWire, all the Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think about CP News, I Broke by, Mm -hmm. I know y'all did it too. In college, like downloading all kinds of illegal music. And I'm sorry, y'all, I did it. We all did it. Mm -hmm. But all in the name of a playlist. So I was going to ask you if you could pick five songs that would be the playlist that is you and your vibe like the Majima oh my gosh vibe. okay hold on, hold on. go what no, she already got good. it she's looking up here if your life was a playlist <laughs> you were in five i'll songs. tell you what i'll tell you what song not in any particular order okay so um golden lady stevie wonder mm. would be there um, I'm a. Oh, I feel like I'm. I'm a age myself. Telling no, you, no, it's all right. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm young. It's hello. Okay. <laughs> all this love by DeBarge. Oh, would be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the first. I would. T- I do know. I do remember the first song I fell in. I. I think I fell in love with because I. This was the first song I recall singing out loud in the car with my mom and her turning around like, you better say. And I was singing like the ad libs and everything. One in a million by Larry Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What? And I love the antidote with it. Okay, that's three. That's three. I, rem- I remember being like, Child, at like four. Trying to okay, so what was that, three? Okay, three. let me give you two more. Corey, don't you know um, how ready she is to answer no, that? No, I love this. <laughs> I, I, I see after you give this, I see my tweet today is going to be like, give me five songs. No, give you in five songs. No, you in five songs. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, Lady by D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Who did I name? I didn't name any women, huh? Yeah. No, not like that. Oh my lord. No, no, can I can I get a do-over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah of, course. <laughs> of course you can. Okay. Okay, let's play I'm in Love by Mary J. Blige in there. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs by her. I don't even the know melody, this song. when that melody, when that melody, it's on the Mary album. Mary, 
with it's all that classic. I can say. On it's it. so musical and the melody. Listen to it next. Okay. And she lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number five. Is that four? I, I'm gonna give you six. Okay. Okay. Give us six. <laughs> okay. Uh what you gonna do for me, Shaka Khan? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. And let it burn, Jasmine Sullivan. That's those are the six I can Jasmine do. Jasmine Sullivan for today. Yeah, you gave me that homework. I would be up all night, carry the one. I'm, I'm but really trying. I'm gonna sit here and do it. That's like you know, it. like it's like your top five is one thing is your favorite, but you in five songs, like your essence in five songs, knowing those yeah. songs, you better. Thank you for That's that. Like a, you. We should do a challenge, like an essence. Challenge, yeah, like the like essence, essence of you in five songs. Like, you Should gotta be in? able to, all right, or something. Because, like, to me, I think about what I love, and then the songs that are just my and essence and essence of what you are and be. <gasps> Look at that partnership. Call somebody who we call it, Tiffany. Because I just said, buddy, Tamika, because honestly, oh, I, like, songs are also my language. Like I yeah. when I can't tell my husband like what's on my heart, I always think about a lyric, and I'll just be like, "Just listen to this part." Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like there's that's how I like, mm -hmm. think. You this part, yeah, yeah. Corey, what was I your know. question going to be? Okay, no, what are you what? Well, what would yours be? You my five? Yeah. No, Charlie, you go. I'm a, I need a minute. I need a second. I'll be honest with you. I love music so much. Okay, okay, okay. Isn't She Lovely by mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder? Because okay. my dad said the baby in the beginning, in the tub. Yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. he, all, like, he became a dad that, you know, we're around the same age. And he just always mm -hmm. thought about, you know, me being Isn't She Lovely on his knee. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so that's like my little girl. Like, that's me. Um. Ah, I'm every woman. Like mm. I, when that comes on, I just, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can do anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's just, oh y'all, five? I feel like I disrespected you by asking you to narrow it down to five. Because <laughs> now I'm just like, <laughs> I think the entire Mary album, like I know that sounds mm -hmm. like I'm cheating, mm -hmm. but like, but that album, yeah. Coming of Age, those songs, mm -hmm. going back to what mm -hmm. you're saying about like mm -hmm. feeling a moment. Mm -hmm. if, that, if any of those songs come on, I'm just gonna mm -hmm. sit down and feel those feelings. Mm -hmm. Like her duet with Aretha on that album. <laughs> yes. And then probably something from Lauren Hill's album, first album, mm -hmm. like the album. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that was just my high mm -hmm. school, you know, mm -hmm. in Jersey, my life. I'd have to do five albums. I couldn't do five okay. songs. I mean, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Get back to me, Corey. Okay. okay. All right, yeah. I'm gonna tap into because I do have a little playlist that I that's okay. like okay. And it's something I do play this. All right. So random, but still it's a safe space. Okay. You Will Rise by Sweetback. Mm. That was a mellow. Love one. it. Love it. Yep. Okay. When you talk about a whole album, I may have to do Amy Winehouse. <gasps> Frank. I know. Mm. I know I went other. But y'all. No, no, there's no other in music. Because, you know, that, yeah. that album really, I realized when I love that, I really do like British 
soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's white, but still, I just love that. I really do like that song. Valerie is my like soul music. Like, name is that so, song. Mr. Magic, when she redid it, like, okay. Uh, she has a song called Halftime you have to check out. Halftime, okay. I'm going to do mm-hmm. that one. And while um, it's on the, it's on the hidden treasures. I think that's, yeah, halftime. Halftime, okay. I feel embarrassed I can't answer this question. I'm going like, to do with Shaka, but for me, it's tell me something good. Oh. I just make you wish there was 48 hours in each day. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, I make you wish there was 48 hours. Hey, I literally inspired uh, right now. Like, I know. I can't. <laughs> I have to pick something by Erica. And yeah, I have nice. a nice. couple of things, but it's hard to pick. It's one. hard, but all right. If if it's me in a song, is didn't you know? Didn't mm. you know? Didn't you know? Didn't you know? Um. Oh, Orange Moon for me, maybe. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a dope one. And uh, AD2000 was mine off of that. Yeah, I'm random now. I'm going to have to like let it marinate and like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Moses, be your me with Raphael Sadiq. I just, yes. <sighs> y'all, this is a challenge. Yeah, I might have some more too. Yes, we got to do it. We got to do it. Thank you so much for being you and for just all the blessings. And we're so proud of you. Thank you. We're so appreciative of the work that you do. And I'm so glad we got to just kiki about music with you. Likewise. Thank you guys so much. I'm proud of you too. Thank you for chatting with you. Congratulations with everything. Maybe next year we'll, we'll get some of these ideas going. Exactly. Um, next year. No, I'm calling Hayden right after. Yeah, this. I was okay. next okay. week. This next week. Okay. No, I was talking about outside activity. Oh, 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 no, no, no. We're gonna. There's a froze happening. Uh, oh, okay. Can we save a rooftop, rooftop yeah. spot for all of us? I'm. I'm it's happening. It's happening. Okay. okay. I'm here for it. Okay. Outside okay. <laughs> all right. Be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of. Yes, girl. Such as our conversations with Raphael Sadiq, Kelly Rowland, Regina King, and Fantasia. You can check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Google Play. And while you're there, be sure to rate us and review us. See you next week. Bye.